All right, it's the Chunk Podcast. We are finally back, and we it's the Super Bowl 54 preview show, and we appreciate you clicking and listening, but we would be remiss to start any sort of podcast or content without addressing what has happened literally hours before we are recording this. Kobe Bryant has died at the age of 41 in a helicopter crash in California. I am still reeling like I think much of the world is at this point, but it's an unbel- it's just such an unbelievable thing. And to me, I was talking to my wife. I think it's the biggest celebrity or athlete, obviously celebrity. He was a celebrity. He was known worldwide death that I've ever experienced in my life. And I, on, on the podcast today, we have Blake, we have David, we have JJ, I'm Justin. And before we start the Super Bowl stuff, I mean, this needed to be addressed. Unbelievable today. Absolutely. Like you said, you you said to your wife that this is the biggest celebrity sports figure, any type of person death that we've like experienced. Princess Diana died when we were in the early 90s. Yeah. I mean, I remember my parents watching it on TV, her funeral. Um, obviously, I was like four yeah, years old. That... We could check the year on that, but yeah. I didn't grow up knowing who Princess Diana was. Michael Jackson passed away. All It's not like to compare. Anything. Yeah. But when you think back to your childhood, especially all of us on this podcast being sports fanatics, it's like, I mean, it hit me. I, like everyone, there's so many interviews going out right now of everyone's like, I really do not have the words. And that's me, right? I truly gathering my words now. But I mean, now with a microphone in front of my face, it's I feel the same way as they do. Yeah, I don't really know what to say. It's super tough because we're obviously it's been a while since we had done a a chunk podcast, which by the way, we will be will be doing more frequently, which I feel like I've said in the past, but I trust me, for other reasons, I'll tell you later in the podcast, we're gonna have a little more time for podcasts. But uh, this hitting right, right before we we came to record, we, we, we could not not address this. And what's crazy is it happened and it took it took me at least a half an hour of google searching and and just fact checking and like me just like praying that there was a sliver of a chance that somebody was wrong like tmz reported it and i know a lot of people sure. slam tmz but they're when they report something they they're pretty good on their word and and it, it's unfortunate that this kind of unfolded this way um, but, and it wasn't just, obviously it wasn't just Kobe. That was the worst part. Hours later, it was confirmed that his daughter Gianna was also on the helicopter with him among, among other people, obviously rest in peace to everybody on that who was involved, but mm-hmm. uh, it's tough. It's definitely tough. And as a Celtics fan growing up and, and he, I, I will say, I'm, I've been a Celtics fan my whole life, but I didn't really get into basketball until those early 2000s Lakers where I was watching them take on, you know, like the the the, the Pistons and the, um, God, man, I, I don't even remember who else they were playing. It was like the 76ers and just watching them play with Kobe and Shaq. That was how I got into basketball. And to lose somebody who meant that much to the game, it's so, it, it's just like it's still not settling in. It doesn't make any sense right now. Like, it just doesn't make any sense. I mean, most most of the other basketball Pantheon members are still alive. Um, and it's a, if I remember reading correctly, one of the other, the reason they were in the helicopter was they were going to his daughter's basketball game with one of her teammates. Yeah. And so like two, two children basically to lose their lives, you know, in addition, it's, uh, really, really sad. Oh God. Yeah. Reports are still unfolding. Obviously the details of everything that, that 
transpired, how it happened, who was involved, the amount of people are, it's, it's obviously they're still going through all that, but just unbelievable to lose a figure like that, who, who had so much left to give for the game and just in life in general, he was involved in so many people's lives. I was seeing him on like MSNBC. Like he, he (laughs) was, he was going, he was building something bigger than basketball. And even while he was playing basketball, he was bigger than basketball. Like every, every crumbled up paper ball thrown in the trash was, was a Kobe and, and forever will be a Kobe in my life. And I think in everyone else's life, I mean, you just throw it, it's a Kobe. And now it just, it just feels different and it it sucks. It's, it sucks to lose somebody uh, like that big. Who's, who's such a big impact on everyone's life. But I, again, that's not why you open this podcast for you. Obviously, we're here for the Super Bowl 54 preview, but we had to address it, and it just sucks. Uh, I, I don't know. I don't know how we transition into the Super Bowl, but we, you know, that's where we're at right now. So I'm going to hit this intro, and I know it's not going to feel right, but that's just how it is. So here it is the Chunk Podcast Super Bowl 54 preview. Oh boy. Okay. It's the Super Bowl, people. Loosen up. Obviously, our hearts are heavy right now. Grab a beer. The Patriots aren't in it. And you know what's weird right now? We have two Jets fans now. Uh, I'd like to introduce David Tomchinski to the podcast. Obviously, JJ Mitchell, the chunk long Jets fan since day one. He's a day oneer. And I'm sure David is too, but. You know, this is his first podcast. Blake Lipstein's on the podcast, too. First podcast. And this is a, you know, obviously they've seen sorrow with the Jets, you know, for years. Mm -hmm. Uh, Blake, you just lost a big person as well. His name is Eli Manning. He just retired. I don't know how that feels to you, but as an Eli Manning lookalike and fan, (laughs) how does that feel for you? I mean, I am sad, but not too sad because I know he had a great 16 seasons you know he got two Super Bowls against the Patriots you know just a very strong um, influence in the game just like Kobe Bryant was yeah uh, to basketball you know he's gonna be remembered as one of the greats you know one of the first quarterbacks you know to beat you know the the best Tom Brady twice yeah that's Uh, that's his that's the thing is like there's a debate for Hall of Fame for him and we won't get on to that that's another podcast but I I think he should be in the Hall of Fame because just the magnitude of the teams he beat to win the Super Bowls he's probably if he didn't get those Super Bowls probably not in the Hall of Fame but Mm -hmm. just the magnitude of what he did yeah so we move on this is obviously not an Eli Manning podcast uh this (laughs) is a Super Bowl 54 preview and the Giants are not there uh before we get into it I want to give a shout out to the newest chunkers for supporting us on Patreon, they are official chunkers. Cindy and Deb, they, um, uh, they've they been supporting us on, online. And basically, if you support us on Patreon, you get a shout-out on the podcast, amongst other things. And um, we want to give a shout-out to Cindy and Deb. You can support um, our podcast network, the Chunk Podcast Network, and become an official chunker yourself by checking us out on Patreon. Patreon.com slash thechunkpod. Okay. It's been a little while, like we've said, since we've jumped on a podcast. We've got some newbies, uh, David and Blake, and we got the classic JJ oh, yeah. and, and myself. Um, but I want to just address real quick the state of our podcast and the podcast network that we've got going on here. Uh, the Chunk Podcast, 
every intention is to have a podcast every single week. Obviously, life gets in the way. Um, but moving forward here on out, um, I think it's going to be pretty doable uh, with the amount of time I have. For those who do not know, uh, things have changed in my life. I'm uh, now around uh, much more. And if you're listening and you know the situation, you know why. But here we are. It's the Junk Podcast. And moving forward, the movie prop cast, which we have teased in the past, that's going to be getting underway as well. And a new podcast coming in the near future, Tales of the Goat. It's going to be uh, a pretty sweet podcast about some of the greatest players of all time, greatest athletes of all time, and just accounts from other people who have been around them. So uh, Kobe Bryant will be one of them at some point. I can guarantee you that. Um, Eli Manning, hey, I don't Eli, know. right? Yeah, Eli Manning, <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. But you just Sam Darnold one day. Yeah, well, who knows? That's yeah. going to be yeah. a way down the liner. But uh, you're done. <laughs> you can keep informed by following us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the Chunk Pod. Uh, okay, it's officially football time, and Super Bowl Fifty Four is here. San Francisco 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs are taking each other on. Uh, obviously, it's it's going on Sunday. It's uh, in Miami, which I don't know if you guys know. The chunk is pretty much based in Florida, um, for the most part. And there were talks as a Packers fan of potentially getting maybe some, uh, or at least attempting to get some Super Bowl tickets if the Packers won. Turns out the San Francisco 49ers are a much better football team than the Ooh. Packers, so that won't be going down. And then plus, when I looked at prices, it just wasn't going to happen. Um, so, man, the thing that's crazy is. The entire season, I was just asking myself, man, are the 49ers, are they the real deal? I don't, I don't know. You know, it's only a couple wins. And then they just kept going and going and going, and here they are. They're I asked the same the Super thing. Bowl. Mm-hmm. And, you know, to be honest, I, yeah, I, I'm not sure. Like, Shanahan's a great coach. But are they the real deal? Are they are they going to have longevity like some other franchises have had? That's a big question. Is yeah. this kind of like a fluke year? You're you're kind of saying they're just getting not like I mean they have talent on both sides of the ball, but things are kind of clicking for them when they probably necessarily wouldn't have in the past. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they're... I think the turnaround, the turnaround they've had, which I'm sure we're going to touch more on, is insane. What are you calling more from on? Their, <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Uh, no, listen. Obviously, right. the, obviously, the season Pets. before. I, obviously, the hold on. Wait, I got the button for that now. Okay. Boom, obviously, the first one. Good. Obviously, <laughs> the season before they were they were pretty much trash, and uh, yeah. Garoppolo was also not there. Right. Right. He got hurt. This was his first year he actually back. Injured. Yeah. Yep. They were savaged by injuries last. Year. Yeah, it was pretty tough. Oh, yeah. Pretty tough for them, but they are a good football team, and like you said, they have players on both sides of the ball. Their defense is for sure what got them there. Uh, their defense is incredible, which that that is definitely their the the best asset they have, which is going to be awesome to watch when the Kansas City Chiefs' best asset is their offense and Pat Mahomes oh and literally God. everybody on that offense who can run a four you know two forty. They're like the fastest team in the league by far, and uh, it's going to be really fun to watch both of them go at each other. Um, obviously, this Sunday, uh, but I want to get into how they got here because because we obviously didn't do a, a playoff preview podcast so I want to get into how they got there they both had first round buys obviously they were both two the two top teams well I think the Chiefs actually were the two seed in the AFC but they were two of the top teams going into the playoffs Uh, I do want to hit on real quick the Tennessee Titans beating the Patriots in the first round 
And the Vikings also knocking out Drew Brees. There was a moment there. Obviously, those are two major losses for the playoffs and, and upsets. To see two of the greatest of all time get knocked off by these underdog teams, I loved every second of it. I don't know how you guys felt. Blake, I know you watched a lot of this football as well. What was it like seeing Tom Brady get just – I mean, obviously he wasn't playing defense, but the Tennessee Titans beating Tom Brady, that's pretty crazy. Yeah, and with me not really liking the Patriots that much, you know, I I really loved to see the Titans – win that game and the way and the way they want it to i mean with the interception at the very end you know to just seal the deal mm. to move on to the next round that to me was just the most satisfying play that i think i will ever see that was and i will delicious. say oh yeah oh for a jets fan yeah jj <laughs> yeah jj let's get into it it's, you go you go uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm i can't contain myself it's nice to see a talented – I mean, the Titans have some great players. Yeah, uh, almost definitely. Derrick Henry is a freaking beast. Oh, he's always and has been. Rabel, he just kind of – little... I think, is a great coach. Um, the Patriots, despite their record, I, I, I don't think that they were as good as their record said that they were. Um, so I did expect them to get upset. I just did not expect them to get upset by the Titans. Um, and then to see Vrabel pull the Bilicek move with the clock and the yeah. the penalties. Oh, the chess moves. So many, yeah. so many good moments in that game. Yeah, and real quick, I don't like you said his last pass was an interception. Do you really think this is his last year? I don't think. Obviously, he pretty much he's no, came out and said that he's not. He's not, is it his no, last? That's so. not his last throw as a Patriot, though, right? Do you think no. like he can't not go back to the Patriots, no. right? No, Bilicek no. will leave before Brady does. Okay. Oh. In my opinion. What? Okay. That's bold. That's a that's a hot take. We need to put that down on the hot from, take list. From from talking to yeah, that is a hot t- from t- from talking to Patriots fans and and other fans. Um, my understanding is that Kraft has a stronger relationship with Brady than he does Belichick. Huh. And it, and it sounds like Kraft maybe would want to retain Brady more than he would want to retain Belichick. It also sounds like Kraft has a, a strong relationship with some other people too, but that's. <laughs> not, I was about to say. I was here. about to say Kraft probably has a better relationship yeah. with Belichick's wife than he does with Belichick. And yeah. I'm not getting Whoa. just literally. No, 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 no. I'm not getting into that. I'm specifically saying like not a straight up face to face relationship because Belichick doesn't seem like he has a relationship with anybody. Yeah, his like at all. His just it's football's his mistress I've exactly seen, the I, i've seen like a q and a with him like at in his home and like there was like a like a there was just like it was really weird but it was like it was weird to see him in a in a family setting with like a dog and like on his it, it was like this is this yeah, is yeah, the yeah. guy who just sits on the sideline and doesn't make a face for the entire game but did did you see the interview they had with Belichick and Nick Saban no, God, it, no. that was amazing. They were just like straight face talking football. Oh yeah, so you guys have practice tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. What are you guys doing to prepare? It was like no emotion, just guys being dudes, football guys. Oh, ridiculous. <laughs> no emotion. Yeah, yeah. All right, no so more. Fun. All right, no more Patriots. They're gone. Listen, the Patriots are gone. The, the Saints. The Patriots are gone. The Saints were gone. I will. I do. I gotta add. I gotta add real okay. quick. Blake was watching this. Um, I the only time I'll hijack this podcast from you, yeah. Justin, gotcha. is if we're talking about the damn Patriots losing yeah. in the playoffs. I woke up that morning, wild card. It was Saturday. It was a Saturday night, and the, the game was on Saturday night. And um, I don't know. There was just a 2020, just a fresh smell in the air. And I was like, the Patriots are going to lose tonight. Ooh. 
and Blake came over to my house and we watched it with my wife and his girlfriend and he actually filmed my reaction. I was like, <laughs> I never do that. I never, not for clout, not to yeah. be like go viral on Barstool, other places on Twitter. I was like, I have a very strange, just film this last drive because as we all probably felt, there was 12 seconds left still yeah. and the Patriots were all the way in their own end zone. And yeah. I think we all were like, they could still win this game. There's still a so chance. So I was like, just film Crazier it. Just film it. Yeah. Crazier things have happened, especially the Patriots. So just film it. And it ended up being that pick six. I lost control. Yeah. And I kind of got like viral on TikTok. And I'm not proud of that at all. Yeah. I had to create one for my job. Yeah, it happens. Um, I, I'm posting content for, for my job. And I was like, this is going to be my first bot, my first TikTok. So we could definitely bury the Patriots. I don't know if the dynasty's dead, but it doesn't look great to me because yeah. all these teams we're about to talk about are not going anywhere. Yeah. So, JJ, let's celebrate, baby. Jeez, yeah, you guys go have a have a have an old Teddy <laughs> Brewski uh, and uh, talk it over. <laughs> yes. But anyway, okay, we're gonna get out of this wild card round. Uh, the 49ers yeah. and Chiefs made it out of the wild card round, obviously because they weren't playing; they were they were resting. Uh, the 49ers in the divisional round. They handled the Vikings pretty easy, lame game. What sucked about the divisional round is, okay, let me get into the Chiefs game. Obviously, the Chiefs and Texans game, it was better than the than the Vikings and 49ers game because of what happened. The Texans went up 24-0, started the second quarter, and then they weren't they didn't they weren't leading going into halftime. The Chiefs just freaking walloped them. But the rest of that game sucked. And that's what I'm saying. These yeah. games in the divisional round suck so much compared to... The wild card was way better. Oh, my God. The wild card was awesome. There was shock value. There was, like, last second, you know, you were on the edge of your seat. The divisional mm -hmm. round was like, okay, well, this is it. It happened. It was really cool. <laughs> yeah. It was really cool to see the Chiefs just spank the, the, the Texans for 50 points, though. Yeah. Okay, listen. I, I picked... I actually Especially picked... Especially after not even playing the first quarter. Yeah. I picked yeah. the Texans, though. I was like, there's something about this Texans team. And this, so, the, obviously, watching the beginning of the game, I was like, oh, baby... Look at me, I'm a genius. And then, I don't know what happened. I think I was just, I was tired or something. I was sitting on the couch and I literally was like, I just took a drink and I dozed off for like five minutes. Mm -hmm. And the Chiefs scored two touchdowns. And I was like, what's going on here? It happened. Yeah. We could look at, um, we could definitely go and, and check out the, the box score. But yeah. it happened in a matter of minutes, like you just oh, yeah. said. The oh. five minutes wasn't just like an exaggeration. It literally happened like that. Yeah. In five minutes real time, not even game time. Like It was, it <laughs> yeah, was yeah, yeah. one of the dumbest things I've, I've dozed off in and then just wound up seeing it. It was ridiculous. But the Chiefs handled the Texans, and I do think the Texans are good, but they, they get in their own way a lot. And uh, and there was a the turning point, and everyone felt it. For some reason, when he when Bill O'Brien didn't go for it on fourth down with like one oh, yard yeah. to go oh, on their God. side of the field, yeah, 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 I was like, "Wow, that sucks." I mean, come on, I, obviously, I, I didn't put it away. Yeah, well, I, I it would have really been away I, considering what they could do, but I just think that it that been up thirty. Yeah, it would have been really yeah, demoralizing. The tides changed if they finished that drive with a touchdown and just kept burying. I think that would have definitely well, uh, and it would have had a factor. The, the fake punt where they got. Stuff. Oh, oh that was like God. a makeup. Yeah, those were the two. Yeah, it was like yeah. a series after. Yeah, it was. An, it was, that was a stupid call. He should have went for it obviously earlier, and that was him like going. You know what I should have done earlier was go over, for it. Let's do it here. Yeah. yeah, it was a bad idea. <laughs> mm -hmm. So they lost. Over obviously, the Chiefs and 49ers move on to the uh, NFC and AFC championship game. To meet the 49ers, wound up meeting the Packers, and the Chiefs met the Titans, and the Titans run was up. I think at that point, the Chiefs, obviously, they're a stronger team. The Titans, with Ryan Tannehill, for some reason, I don't know why I, w I was in love with this team. I just... 
I was so I wanted them to make it. I just really was rooting for them. They have so many yeah. like underdog pieces. The Tannehill story playing in Miami, I wanted that so bad. Crazy, yeah. But Dude, the Chiefs the are the better. Isn't it wild? Never real. The Tannehill, the Tannehill hype was never real. What do you mean? He got carried by Derrick Henry. Oh, in the Derrick playoffs, Henry put the entire <laughs> team. I, Tannehill, I I think he was just game managing there towards the end of the season. I, I really don't think that like they did better with him than Gase did in Miami, but I I don't think that that aside from maybe one or two plays in the Patriots game, yeah, I, there was nothing that particularly impressed me about Tannehill. Well, that's the thing is like a lot of people the first time they saw the Tennessee Titans was this playoff run and actually like watched a game. But if you watch the the regular season, Tannehill was on fire though. Like he was like a legit competent quarterback and something switched in the playoffs where Vrabel was like, this team sucks defending the run and nobody's got a Derrick (laughs) Henry. Let's just run Henry 35 times. And it worked and it just kept working. So unless they had to, which they never really had to until that last part, which I think it was to their detriment to not keep Tannehill engaged, I guess, really, like, or at least give him some, let him have some more passes, even though, like, the play action was working, but it wasn't really effective. They don't don't have a strong receiving core either. They don't. Corey Davis and... Well, Corey Davis is a flop. Tajay Sharp was a drop, uh, a flop. And A.J. Brown, though, I will say, is a rookie. Yeah, that was their guy. That was their guy. That dude's good. I I really like him uh, a lot. And Jonu Smith, which Delaney Walker has since passed away like every season. He just seems... It seems like he just disappears (laughs) mid-season and then gets hurt and he's gone for the rest of the season, which I don't know if he's going to retire or not. But their backup tight end, which should be the starter, Janu Smith, is really good too. So they have at least two decent pieces, and if they can add more, I don't think this is the last we see of them, honestly, if they re-up Tannehill. Yeah, for sure. The I AFC, see, I, I'll say this. The AFC to me is way more exciting than the NFC is right now. Yeah. The AFC's got all these new quarterbacks, all these mm-hmm. new coaches. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, that was talent. fun. I was about to say it's we're we're probably I don't know 15 minutes or so into this podcast and the word Ravens hasn't even been said which is yeah. crazy. Well, this is, I don't want to sway too far away from yeah. the the you know heading towards the Super Bowl because they're not in it. Yeah, but it isn't that pretty amazing? Moms. Yeah, isn't that amazing? It's the that's, how they how wild. they got here. Luckily, none of these teams had to deal with the Ravens, but yeah. the Titans just hit them at a good time and yeah, they yeah, yeah, definitely yeah. slapped them up. It was a, that was a sad game to watch. It wasn't even. It was like three weeks off or. Something. I know, they and they so yeah, rusty. yeah, they definitely they like they like benched him, not benched him, but obviously they rested you them going into the playoffs. You got to play him. You yeah. got to do the Billichek yeah. method and play him. You play to win the game, from what I hear. Uh, but you play, you you got to do it. And obviously, it definitely affected it. The Ravens, they're not going away anytime soon either. I don't. I mean, obviously, yeah. Lamar Jackson's only Harbaugh's like good too. yeah, Lamar Jackson's yeah, like twelve years sure. old, so he's gonna be around for a <laughs> yeah. considerable amount of time. Um, so. Obviously, we didn't. The reason we didn't talk about them is because no, none of these teams in the Super Bowl had to uh, interact with them at all because them, yeah. of what the Titans uh, did. Yes, yes, yes. Um, yeah. So, uh, AFC Championship game, like we said, Chiefs uh, beat the Titans uh, pretty handily. It, uh, towards the end, it kind of became a game where we're like, maybe, but no, it, the Chiefs are too good. 49ers and the Packers. Packers fan here, just want to let you know, came into this game cautiously optimistic like I was like mm-hmm. I was like listen I saw what happened earlier in the year right I was like there's literally no way that it's going to go down like that again if we, but I, I I did feel like the 49ers are the better team and obviously we know now they are but I thought maybe things would be a little different 
just a little different. I was like, man, if we just can keep maybe. it. Just right. maybe. It's a new decade. We can keep I it. Just, yeah. What's up? I just want to point something out here. As a Jets fan, all I could do was imagine myself in the shoes of other fan bases oh. being like, oh, man. I could totally see the Jets being the Texans right now and blowing a 24-point lead. <laughs> right. or I oh, could yeah. totally see the pack being a Packers fan right now where you have a solid season, but your quarterback's the only one who's carrying the team. So, you know, you're not going to quite make it because you don't have the talent pool. Yeah. That's all I saw is, is Jets' disappointment. And yeah, all of the teams that lost on their way to the Super Bowl. And I would like to say thank mm-hmm. you to the 49ers for just for just you know ending it quickly. It wasn't like there was. Oh uh, yes, because that's way worse. That's yeah. way worse when they get getting down to the wire and losing by a field goal. That's the Jets' life. Yeah, the Jet. I mm-hmm. that's I hated the Pittsburgh Steelers and still hate them so mm-hmm. much. I would bawl my eyes out as a little kid. Yeah, we would lose. That was back when the overtime was. Whoever get the ball first, yeah, you just score a point. That's all you need. That's and it would always be the Steelers or the Colts to just we're getting an overtime or it's like super close to the end of regulation and we lose by a field goal. I'd rather just kick our asses and we're done with it. Yeah, you can tune or out. win. That I would like that. I would prefer that out or of all win. the options. Yeah. But <laughs> if I'm losing, just like but just like on, you're saying, Justin, like thank you to the 49ers. I feel you. Yeah. I was with a Packers fan at um at this little watch party, and he he was not optimistic. He oh, had yeah. his beers ready in his cooler right there, and he was popping them, and he left at halftime. Oh, yeah, well, that's any self-respecting fan would. Uh, for, <laughs> exactly. Just after that, and it's good. I mean, you had a lot of time the rest of the day to digest and do other things. You, know, that yes. you didn't have to sit through the second half. But what's weird is there was a time where in the second half, and I tweeted it when it, when it happened, when um, we didn't go for two. The Packers didn't go for two. And Lafleur uh, chose not to go for two, and just kicked a field goal, and then the Chiefs scored again, and it made it a three-score yeah. game. But it was a two-score game. Had he gone for two, even if they scored another point or, or a field goal, it was afterwards, it would have kept it a two-possession game. Where towards the end, when we had the ball with like three minutes left, a score, an onside kick, and a score. It was tied. Well, with obviously the two-point conversions. So there was a. It was a little weird there, but it just didn't seem like it was in the cards anyway. So even if we got it, I don't think anybody thought that was going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yo, did you guys feel like in these playoffs the refing was better or worse than it was in the regular season? Uh I don't know. It's it goes it goes felt, both ways. It it's, does go I both ways like for they me. Let the players play a little bit more. I, I think that's what they do in the NBA, and they get away with it because it's like, yeah. okay, everyone knows it's time to step it up in the NBA. It's like you can kind of let them go. No ticky-tack crap. But it is like it's egregious in the NFL when something bad happens. It's everybody's watching, and, and there's no way to really fix it. And even with the this whole year with like the challenging of pass interference calls, that's a joke. It's it just didn't been fix a joke. anything, really. It's been yeah. a joke all year, and it's really been a protest for the referees that when they get when somebody tries to call them on their BS for not getting a call right, even if it you see it on in slow motion video, they're like, no, it ain't gonna happen. Like, and I think I you should be able to just challenge anything at this point. Yeah, you should be able mm-hmm. to challenge uh, referees who who are, are come back and have a decision, and you should be able to challenge a challenge. <laughs> uh, JJ, yeah, right. <laughs> oh my, could you imagine that? JJ, uh-huh. I'll say this to your point about um, comparing it the officiating from the playoffs to the regular season is the difference 
I usually compare it like year to year. So let's say last year, obviously we had the crazy no call with the Rams and Saints. And we do, we've already on every podcast ever has unpacked that. We know what yeah. happened. There's no in the crazy pass interference that should have been called. So this year, the games, there wasn't a big no call or call that decided it. But and I'm that that Packers 49er. I'm sorry, that Packers Seahawks game where Jimmy Graham caught the ball and um Just and didn't off. reach. Yeah, yeah. Well, he he it was fourth and whatever seven, and he didn't get the first down. Well, and it, yeah, <laughs> that that wasn't that big. That wasn't as big, and that like. It wasn't there wasn't this big dramatic oh my god like Twitter going off about these calls. Yeah. It didn't happen this year. So that's probably why it doesn't seem as crazy to us. Yeah, that me? call I mean and there were a lot of different angles and like the lines and all that stuff. Everybody came out with their own I I initially didn't think he got that first down and I was I was okay with it really because it was still it was a third down play. We still had one more down. We could have kicked a field goal, I think, even but it was For sure. Yeah. yeah. It was that in, was so much speculation is the kind of what I was trying to go to. That's yeah. like, uh, well, this could have happened, this could have happened. Whereas the the Saints one last oh year, yeah. they would have gotten the touchdown. You know what I mean? It's like, there's no, I mean, yeah. You know, so I think that's said, why it's less intense. Yeah, or, I think yeah, the NFL referees, I, I, it's it's ridiculous. They more times than not, I feel like they they usually get it right, but when it's wrong, it's like it's really wrong, uh, and I, you hear about it. Yeah, yeah. I'll put on my tinfoil hat for just half a second. Okay. Here. Part mm-hmm. of me feels like they call more penalties, so they can get more ad time pushed into Ooh. the game. Ooh. Damn, I never think like, of that stuff. That I would be real I I would be really curious to see how many more penalties there are called compared to years past. Like this year there were some times where it was just unwatchable because there were so many penalties. Oh, for sure. Yeah. And every time you see the screen kind of like shrink and then on the other half they have like a Bud Light ad or whatever and you're like yeah. mm, is this really a PI or is this a Bud Light penalty oh I do love I do love a good <laughs> a Bud, this, Bud Bud, this Pastor Fear is brought to you by Bud Light yeah. that is great oh they, my should, God. they should sell the challenge flags too like just like the logo for logo yeah, yeah, placement yeah. that'd be great Oh uh, but one anyway, day probably. Yeah, it's Jesus. probably coming. Uh, and luckily, there's nothing on the jerseys yet, like to have in the NBA. But that's probably coming mm-hmm. too. Uh, okay, so now we're at the Super Bowl. Obviously, it only took us a half hour to get here. Uh, Super Bowl Fifty Four. It's Kansas City Chiefs taking on the 49ers. and I I wanted us to all come prepared with picks. Um, obviously, I want to get it on record. What what you think? Who you who who's gonna win? What's the score? And I wanted us to all have like a, a just a shot in the dark guess at uh, MVP. Super Bowl MVP. Um, I will say the 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 spread for this football game is one and a half, and it's like it's it's one and a half in favor of the Chiefs. So they think obviously the Chiefs are going to win by one and a half, which is pretty close. Honestly, they think this is going to be a really close game with the over under set at fifty five. So that's going to be pretty decent amount of scoring and a close game. I don't know how your guys' scores wind up uh, coming close to that. I, I didn't. I made my guesses before I saw that, but. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty interesting uh, – if you're betting, I mean, you're almost betting straight up, really, like well, who do you think is going to win with a one-and-a-half spread? That's really not that big. Who wants to go first oh, on uh, record? Blake, how about you just lead us off, man? I want yeah, Let's Blake, put this do down. Right. This is the predictions. Uh, Super Bowl 54, because obviously we're all experts, and let's just start it off. 100%. It's the Kansas City Chiefs. It's the 49ers. Blake, who do you have winning this game? 
Well, I will say my pick will come from one of the uh, previous Super Bowls, uh, the Chiefs and Patriots, where the Chiefs kind of dug themselves in a hole at the end of the game uh, with the uh, neutral zone infraction. Um, you know, that kind of uh, sealed the deal for the Patriots, and it made me pretty sad to see that happen off of, off of a call like that. Um, so my choice is going to be the Chiefs, 42-49, and, uh, and of course, uh, Patrick Mahomes being the MVP. 42-49. First off, A, what the hell are you talking about? They were, those yeah. two teams <laughs> play in the Super Bowl? Did the Chiefs, did the Chiefs I shook the my head. play in the Super Bowl? I, I don't think that's even possible. But when what game are you referencing? <laughs> I'm just I'm, I'm dying, curious. Dude. I just didn't know. I mean, I didn't. I, I heard it, and I was like, wait a minute. I, you were I probably I talking tripping, about man. Chiefs versus some other. Oh, no. It, I think it was the game before the Super Bowl. Sorry. Yeah. Oh, that's it. Okay. Oh, last last yeah. year, last the AFC year. Championship. That was like yeah. the best. There it game. is. Oh my God, yeah. yeah. Okay. I was so like, cool. what is going on? I had to clarify. <laughs> I just wanted to be sure. Uh, so you, so you're picking the Chiefs over 49ers. Yeah. Score again. 42-49, and Patrick Mahomes being the MVP. Okay. Obviously, to me, in my opinion, if the Chiefs win, I mean, it's going to be hard. It'd be hard pressed to find any other MVP than Patrick Mahomes, especially if you're right. putting up 49 points. My God. 49-42. Uh, I hope you're right, just for the sake of, holy crap, that's got to be a crazy game to watch. Like, 40, 49 to 42, I'd love to watch mm-hmm. that. Um, that'd be pretty sweet. Uh, David, what you got, Alrighty. man? so last Super Bowl was so, so bad. Not even, take out the Patriots. It was yeah. like 13 to 3. That It was so bad. I want, with not a dog in the fight, JJ can attest, we all can attest. We don't have a dog in the fight. We all want a good game. So... Like Blake, I'm going high score, and I need to preface this. I told you guys before we recorded, we were doing a little quick research. Yeah. I had made my score picks yesterday. Blake, you can, I'm glad that I have a witness because we talked points, and I said these same exact points yesterday. So the day before the Pro Bowl, and I have them written down, time stamped on my phone, I think the Chiefs are going to beat the 49ers, 38-33. 38-33. Why that's important mm. is because I went and I Googled NFL playoffs. I just want to pick, pull up the picture. Yeah. The first thing that comes up is NFL Pro Bowl, AFC, 38-33. I should have put money on the Pro Bowl. That was the score. That okay. was the score of the Pro Bowl. And so I had no idea about that. Normal people would switch their score and be like, well, how could that happen? How could the Pro Bowl and the Super Bowl, what are the odds of that to have the same score? I'm sticking to it. Chiefs 38, 49ers 33. And obviously, that's five touchdowns and a field goal. Patrick Mahomes is the MVP. Okay, that makes sense. Probably all five of those touchdowns coming from Mahomes' hand, uh, I would imagine, yeah, in the, yeah. that scenario. Okay, yeah. I, I see I that. Think so. That's uh, it's possible. It's definitely possible, and it it's is really possible. weird that the Pro Bowl went down like that. And uh, I don't know how that happened. Yeah, no, it's that's obviously really strange. You bet on the wrong game. You should have. You should have definitely. Exactly. Bet. I don't I know, know who's betting on the Pro Bowl, but there's probably gambling addicts out <laughs> and there. And I would have, dude. I would have went AFC as well okay. because I'm a Jets fan. I would. I always go AFC. Damn. So that's weird, man. You I don't messed know. up. You messed this up. Day what, you know, it'd be really I, weird is if the Super Bowl winds up being the same score. Then that's then, what I was saying. That's what I was saying. When would that ever happen? That's Illuminati confirmed. You'll see JJ tinfoil hat. Like what's going yeah. on, man? Speaking of JJ, let's get your let's get your picks in here. Uh, Chiefs 49ers, Who's winning? What's the score? Who's the MVP? It it's a good year to watch the Super Bowl a because the Patriots aren't in it, but also 
because the, the team that I want to win is the team that I think is going to win. Ooh. And that is the Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. Um, I just I, – I think that the 49ers defense is very, very good, and I don't think it's going to be as high scoring as uh, these other guys think. But Patrick Mahomes cannot be denied. Okay. And Andy Reid's play calling is just so good. Um, I think Andy's got some tricks up his sleeve. I think that Mahomes, you know, they, they got a little nervous there in the, the Texans game, but they came back out. I just don't think the 49ers can keep up points-wise. That's fair. Even if they have the run game going, and even yeah. if they get Kittle more involved. Oh, I do love I just a Kittle. Don't see them sco- I love Kittle. Yeah. Kittle versus Kelsey is going to be great. Oh, my God. Um, yeah. I, I think yeah. I think that it's probably going to be very close. Um, I think that it may even come down to a field goal or a last-second touchdown, last touchdown. Um, I'm going to say probably like 27-31 Ooh. Okay. Uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Okay. And MVP, I mean uh, – Mahomes. Yeah. That's, it's hard, like, to go <laughs> – unless, like, Kelsey has, like, four touchdowns and he, like, knocked a bunch of dudes. Yeah. <laughs> like, like ran for, like, 80 yards each time. Yeah, it's definitely I was thinking that in my head. It's got to be Mahomes. Yeah, like, uh, it's definitely going to be tough. Win, if, if, they the Chiefs, if the Chiefs win and, and Mahomes is not the MVP, then some, some crazy crap went down. Uh, mm-hmm. I will tell you, uh, my MVP is not Patrick Mahomes. And I will tell you that my MVP is also not on the Kansas City Chiefs. <laughs> oh. I, I granted they're not really big underdogs, but I, the 49ers after smashing the Packers twice. Obviously, the Packers are not on the same level, but as a Packers fan, I've watched it firsthand twice, and it hurt both times. Mm-hmm. The Chiefs are an unbelievable offense. It's it's I can't fathom the the, the amount of speed that they have on their team. But I do love a good defense, and the San Francisco 49ers defense is the best in the league, and it's not even close. And I think it's going to be a close game. There will be scoring. JJ, our scores are almost similar. I'm taking the uh, San Francisco 49ers 31-28. to So I'm thinking Joey Bosa is the MVP of this game, and I think because if he can get into the backfield and get after Patrick Mahomes – that's really the key for them even having a chance is to, for their defense to step up and at least slow down the Chiefs. I think 28 points is pretty low for the Chiefs, it, all things considered. But uh, I think I do. I like an underdog. I think the 49ers have what it t- what it takes. And basically, what I've heard from other people is, I don't know if you guys have heard this before too, but defense wins championships. I think that's a thing. People I have heard that. People people say that. That's a thing. And uh, <laughs> I'd like to I'd like to just commit to that. And I do love a good defense. I think the 49ers are really good at football, and I think they have enough. The Chiefs' defense is not great against the run, and I don't think Garoppolo is going to have to do much because they have a lot of running backs um, to to moving forward. Obviously, Tevin Coleman getting hurt is a big deal, but Raheem Mostert and even oh Matt Breida, God. I think those are actually better running backs than Tevin Coleman. If if I'm being honest. Yeah, I oh, think Coleman's 100%. Yeah, so that's, I mean, my I never, pick. I haven't really liked him. Yeah, it's 49ers over Chiefs, so I'll be the only one taking the 49ers, and I'll be glad to sit there. And, and I'm, listen, 
I would not be shocked if the Chiefs win. It's it's a it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be a really good game for once. Yeah. Uh, finally, it's going to be nice. Finally, um, dude. So yeah. I we'll get a good football game, and I'm taking the 49ers by three, 31 to 28. Joey Bosa, defensive uh, player, wins the MVP, which has I literally like that. I do like it that. has only happened out of the 53 prior Super Bowls, ten times. So about 19 percent of the time, Damn. defensive player wins. I think it can happen, and I think it's going to happen this year. And it's going to be a hell of a season for Joey Bosa, who has been a ridiculous rookie all season long. And like I said, is just a, a mass of man meat. Uh, trying to stop him <laughs> in the pass rush is just unbelievable. So I'll take the 49ers. You guys take the Chiefs. And uh, and that is that. I think we, as long as we're all on record, that's going to be fine. That's fine with me. It could be the 49ers or it could be the Chiefs who have finally broken their 50-year Super Bowl drought. Yeah, it's been a considerable amount of wild? time for the Chiefs, yeah. Isn't it wild that if you're I, and I am not trying to put salt in any wounds, Justin, at all. I'm just it's we need to I think it's good to have on record that we were very close to having a rematch of Super Bowl 1. Yeah, Packers, okay, that w- it would have been cool. Wild? It would have been cool in the 100th season of the NFL. Yeah. To yeah. have the first Super Bowl like basically happen again. Uh it would have been nice. And it would have been a different outcome than the first time because the Chiefs would have just slaughtered us. Um, it <laughs> wouldn't even. Yeah, you ripped the band off for the Packers <laughs> early, earlier. Yeah. Um, I do want to say, like, so this is my, like, take on Super. If I'm putting, like, I said I didn't have any dogs in the fight, but I, like, personally, as a football fan, we all, of course, want a good game. But I'm, like, I feel connected to a few people um, emotionally. Uh a few people in the game. I really am a huge Richard Sherman fan because I think the dude talks and he backs everything up and he's getting a lot of slack. Even Darrell Revis, which I wish Darrell Revis shut his mouth a little bit on Twitter. He was calling him out for being that cover three zone corner. I don't know. I, I don't like comparing different things. The dude is awesome and I would like to see him get a Super Bowl because he, I mean, his story, all social media, like, NFL, yeah, uh, ESPN, Sports Center, like their Facebook pages keep sharing this like same graphic of like his. Correct me if I'm oh. wrong, real quick. Did did he did he won one with the Seahawks though, right? Like with the Legion of Boom, didn't he they did. get one? The Legion of Boom won in 2013. Okay, right? okay, okay. Yeah. Just so to thank God. Yeah. But what I mean is like, I I truly do think that the Chiefs are going to win. But I didn't want this podcast to go and not have myself on record just for I. Since his interview with Aaron Andrews, that whole, you know, a sorry receiver like Crabtree, that whole thing escalated yeah. him. I just, he's he's one of those guys in the NFL that we all like. I, I tr- truthfully want to see him succeed. And then on the other side, Andy Reid. Him having, you know, being with the Eagles and my stepdad's a diehard Eagles fan and him not getting that Super Bowl ring and then him being with the Chiefs. And the Chiefs are always, they're just like a team that's, they're never terrible. They yeah. haven't been terrible in a long time. Um, maybe there's one season that I'm forgetting about. But they're always though. 50 years. I know. That's crazy. But like in our recent memory, they've been pretty solid. I really, I would love to see him. So I'm rooting for those two people. And I like Ketchup Mahomes. Ketchup Patrick Mahomes. You yeah. guys know about that, right? Where, yeah. I like every time I 
my wife calls them catch up Mahomes now. There's just like I like thinking of like the individuals in the game. I just want to throw that out there. Yeah, I um, would love to there see are individuals that I'm rooting for as well. Yeah, I'd love to see Andy Reid get one, obviously. And I think Andy Reid is a likable guy and he's obviously been very successful in his career. Yeah. So yeah, I would not be upset if the Chiefs won. I'm just taking the 49ers based off of just pure defense sure. and fascination with the physique that is Joey Bosa. Uh, I am yeah. not. A, I mean, listen, that dude is a freak. Every time I see him on the field, he just looks like a cinder block tilted on its side with legs. It doesn't make any sense. Um, so I'm just fascinated by him, and I think he's got what it takes to show up and have probably the best rookie season uh, anyone could ever ask for. Just going through winning Defensive Player of the Year or for rookies, um, um, Defensive Rookie of the Year, and then going into the Super Bowl when I, I what guy said long shot, but I'm taking Joey Bosa for the MVP. Um, there is a list of some strange prop bets, which I would like to get into before we get out of here of, uh, we can run down the list and just kind of input what we think, but there's some strange prop bets for sure that are involved with the Super Bowl. And uh, I think we should definitely be getting into those because they're juicy. Let's talk about them for a little minute. And, and I think we should uh, keep note of what everybody here says, just so that we can, you know, see how we did. Uh, in terms of the regular uh, betting, but also these prop bets. Yeah, it's like a little right, pop so quiz, like a little pop is... quiz for everybody. All right. Yeah, I like it. And we, I haven't like studied these at all, so like this, this is gonna be my <laughs> okay. first, like my first reaction. <laughs> this is like hot take bets. Yeah, very. So the color of the liquid or Gatorade Ooh. that is poured on the game-winning coach. What color is it going to be? The options are this. Lime green, yellow, um, orange, red. Who who drinks red Gatorade? Uh, red. Uh, clear yeah. or water, blue or purple. Ooh, purple. Purple's I believe is a long the shot. Most points here. On yeah, the purple. Purple yes, is the, the longest long shot. Um, I don't see a lot of people drinking purple. It's hard to not pick orange. I feel like every- I love yeah, purple. Personally. Orange or. Lime green, yellow. Those are the two that I typically see. Yeah. Being so, All right, Blake, you got to pick one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what What is your? No, okay. I'm gonna go. I, I think it's either gonna be. I think it's either gonna be the 49ers or the Chiefs. It's definitely gonna be the 49ers or the Chiefs. A team in red. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I'm saying that typically you would see. I got you. Lime, I got lime you. Green, yellow. Um, but I'm gonna have to go with orange. Yeah, mm. I too am going to go with orange. I think that's it's just every time I see somebody get doused, it's orange, and it would be shocking to see another color. I want to go glacier cherry Ooh, because that's what? the dark horse best Gatorade. I I feel like I disagree. It almost looks like glue. I would say it looks like another substance, but this is a family friendly podcast. I'm not going to say that. Disturbing. It has a it has a <laughs> it has a different look <laughs> yeah. looking color. I'm just going to go. So with that. It's not going to be that Arctic cherry. I'm going to go, I think, lime green, yellow. Mm, I'm going to have to gr- agree with you there. Yeah. Um, I think that's the OG Gatorade. It's usually flavor. that, yeah. yeah. Um, it's the most refreshing, probably, outside of blue and purple. <laughs> studies have shown. Shots, so. Studies have shown definitely <laughs> the most refreshing. Okay. <laughs> studies have shown, yeah, yeah. All right. Studies have shown. Studies have shown um, on this next prop bet. Um, yes or no answer. Will Jennifer Lopez and Shakira kiss during the halftime performance? Oh boy, kiss! Uh, the long wh- shot is no. <laughs> okay, I mean, obviously wait. The they'll... long shot is no. Yeah, the long shot is no. Will they smooch on camera? Wait, no, no, no. The wait, no. I think it's the other way around. Yes is the long shot. No is like it has. To... 
like the payout as far as payout <laughs> yeah what this isn't this isn't yeah. the uh, MTV yeah. Movie Awards with like Madonna and whoever Britney Spears or whatever that uh, was right, the VMAs right, right. sorry it's plus yes minus. okay yeah yeah so no, you're fine but here's the deal though Kiss that's, that would be pretty strong I don't know that, that that's somebody like writing a fan fiction I think for this this halftime show I I don't think it'll happen but I I would not be shocked at all if there was just like a moment where they're like we're coming together for they this. They feel it. Yeah. An intimate moment. Those hips don't lie. And and you know what I mean? Like that's Shakira's motto. So I, I'll say I'll say no though, if I'm betting on it. Blake, what's your you can't say maybe. I'm gonna go with no too. Alright, he's taking no. Um betting on it, like if I were putting money on it, I'm gonna say no. But But there is money to be, be I mean, made. Like, there is money to be made on the yes side though. I'm just saying. There's some good money okay, to be made. You know what You're not I mean? gonna make money. So you know what, just I'm going to say yes because they're very passionate people. It's in Miami. It's got that, you know, uh, very Latina. That's th- true. Th- it's very passionate. I mean that in a very good way. Um, I'll just say yes because I have no money on it and whatever means nothing, technically. <laughs> but I say yes. With, I'm going to go with no, but I think there's going to be some other hype or meme fodder Ooh. that happens, kind of like how Left Shark. Oh boy! A couple of years ago, and selfie kid and all that. Shark. All right, so not, uh, not as high of odds, but will there be an Epstein didn't kill himself <laughs> sign shown during the broadcast? What? So will somebody, somebody sneak that in, <laughs> yeah, and then so... get covered in the camera. That's a t- that's a tough one. Uh, somebody would probably have to come in with a Chiefs or 49ers sign with the back blank. Right, mm-hmm. and then write it in on after the fact. Yeah. That's going to be a tough one. Um, I don't, I don't see it happening. I don't know. It's a bold move. You get to the Super Bowl, pay thousands of dollars. You, I don't think it's you don't jeopardize that to put yourself out there and get kicked out for that. I, I think oh, that there sure. is a mad lad that does that. Okay, all right. So mm-hmm. you're taking it. You're saying yeah. All right, I'm taking that bet. I went go wild. Ahead. Oh, go ahead, Blake. I'm uh, sorry. Um, I'm gonna have to go with JJ too on the yes. Because I'm pretty sure there will be that one person that decides to put himself out there and try to okay. make himself the one out of thousands that is different uh, there. I'm like conflicted because it's like opposite for the Shakira JLo thing. Whereas like I'm, it's like this, like I'm going to be mad at myself for not saying that it happened. But this time I'm going to go with no because I just like, it would be all over Twitter and it'd be like, oh my God, did you yeah. see the sign? But I just don't, I for some reason it's just not. I, I, do, I don't see it happening. That's fair. Next one is the number of Slays. Trump tweets that happen the day of the Super Bowl. It's an over-under. Mm. Uh, oh. And the over-under number is 13.5 tweets. Okay, so 13 and a half tweets. Half. 13 and a half. Well, you have to do the half to so, there can, so you can have a definitive over and under. So basically, if he, mm. if he tweets 13 or less, it, the under wins. Uh, 14 or more, it's, it hits the over. Um. This is total day on the super. I, I I would imagine probably the over, and and I I think he's going to be very active because of his I don't know he's had a, he's had a strange relationship with the NFL and anything he can do to take the attention away from something big going on with the NFL or bigly going on with the NFL, <laughs> I think for sure he's going to hit the over. He's going to be tweeting like a madman. I couldn't agree more with Justin. I will say the over. Um, especially it's an election year. All everything's going on. We don't have to get political. We all know what's yeah. going on. Oh, yeah. I'm going over. I'm just going the over for 
pretty much ditto of what you said. All right, Blake, hit over under 13 and a half tweets from Trump. What you got? Over. <laughs> He's hitting the over. Okay, this is pretty unanimous, which is funny because this is you. You get paid. You get the payout on this one. So. Mm-hmm. So this if you the safe, looks like the safest bet of the bunch, it really does. This yeah. is solid. So you're in JJ. You think he's going to go over? Yeah, it's definitely going to be over. Awesome, especially uh, <laughs> with this upcoming week. All right. Um, mm-hmm. All right. Next question here: Will both teams' combined score break 76 plus points to break the Super Bowl Super Bowl record for most points scored in a Super Bowl? So yeah, most points most points scored in a Super Bowl. You might as well just write Blake in for that because I we have his final score. He has over. He's got the over by a considerable margin. So Blake, you hit the over, bro. You should bet on that. If you think if you think you're right, bet on it and you you're taking it to the bank, bro. I just did the math on mine and I'm at like the 38 33. That's 71. Um but for the sake like I don't want to conflict my prediction with this bet. Yeah. But, I see it being super high scoring, so I'll just say yes for the sake. Ooh. Like if I was gonna bet, okay. I mean, yeah, anything is possible, and I think well, these you know two what teams, I mean. Well, the, yeah, the Forty ers I, I not, truly think it's gonna be wild. The Forty Nine ers are not strangers to a shootout. If you watch that Saints game earlier in the season, no, not at all. That was legit insanity, and it could very well happen again with the Chiefs here. So yeah, and you're not y- wrong. Neither the Chiefs. Yeah, you know, that I mean, know it. Like it's a little bit more points than than my my prediction, and yeah. that's totally fine. That's fine. Yeah. It's uh, you wouldn't trust me. You won't be the only one doing that. Gamblers <laughs> right. are like, yeah, I, yeah. I want the money though. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna take the under uh, because. I stand by defense wins championships, and I'm and the 49ers defense is no slouch. So I'm taking yeah. I'm taking the under just on the fact that I think the 49ers defense holds them to a reasonable amount of points. I see that as well. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Even the Falcons Patriots Super Bowl was crazy, but they didn't break 76. I, True. I, I'm gonna say the under as well. All right, and there is I believe one more on this yes. list. Uh, for those of you pet owners. Uh oh. Um, how many Super Bowl commercials will include a dog? Oh boy! So okay, total Super Bowl tough. commercials. Is there an over under? <laughs> oh, there's over under. Oh, okay. Over under is three and a half. Oh, three and a half. That's. I think that's low. I think that's low for a dog. Come mm-hmm. on, man! They're like in the back of every commercial, like just because yeah, they're going to be yeah. That have a dog exactly just featuring a dog anywhere. A dog yeah. anywhere in the commercial. Oh, it, yes, I'm taking the over. I'm taking the over on this. I Put think me on too. I, yeah, over for me. Gotta be. JD's like under. Yeah, Blake. Well, you got you. <laughs> <laughs> Blake, are you taking the over or under? Yeah, over definitely. Over. Okay. Um, um, while I do pride myself in being contrarian, I'm going to have to agree that there's definitely going to be three commercials with a dog. Well, right. it's got to be four oh, yeah. to hit the over. It'll it'll hit four. I think it'll hit four for sure. I mean, how many commercials? Um, There's probably going to be a record amount of commercials this year. Like, well, yeah. If, if they if the refs keep doing what they're doing, am I right? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. Oh my god. Hey, before we wrap, yeah, Justin. Before you wrap this, can I throw in? You could call it whatever you want. The David bonus, whatever it is. I just I always. This goes. This is an kind of an homage to my college buddies. Okay, here we go. Um, David we bonus. Hold always, on. Let me hit yeah. this. David bonus. Hey. Okay, David bonus. Let's go. There we go. It is. I want to bet on what company or brand has the first commercial after the kickoff. That's like the big. I majored in like advertising communications. Okay. You don't have to be an expert. All you know, you you look at kind of the uh, the whole spread of um, kind of the ad spends per game. 
for, for the Super Bowl. Like each quarter is broken down. Yeah, obviously, right around. Uh, right after kickoff is the most expensive commercial. Right around halftime, it's also one of the most expensive. In like the third quarter, it's kind of like the lower tier. Yeah. So, long story short, first commercial after the game has started, right after kickoff, this just to give you like a, in previous years, it's been like that's when Bud Light Platinum was released. So that was Budweiser. Okay. Uh, Bud Light, um, Bud released Black Crown, this other br- brand of their beer. Uh, this past year was Bon and Viv, the hard seltzer, and oh. that kind of that kicked off the whole seltzer war. Yeah, uh, I think I think White Claw saw that they did that and just kind of I don't know what they did to get them because I didn't whether it was their social media advertising, whatever it is. Let's just I don't even know what I'm gonna say. Um, I didn't put too much thought into well, it. Well, it kind of sounds than, like it's going to be an alcoholic beverage. You know what I mean? You know, but in other years, it's like a car <laughs> brand. But in, I, I would be insane not to say what I usually say. I'm going to go a Budweiser okay. commercial. So you're going Budweiser. I'm yep. f- not their Clydesdale commercial, just a oh, Budweiser brand. I'm a sucker no, for a, a good Budweiser. I know. Sucker for a good they, Clydesdale. Um, I don't think that'll be their first, is what I'm saying. I am finding it hard to not pick Pepsi right now. I don't. Okay. I don't know why, but I also don't want to pick Pepsi. So this is tough for me. I, <laughs> it's a good question. I like. I'm glad I brought it up. I, man, I, the easy answer for me is Pepsi. But for some reason, I got a funny feeling about Taco Bell this year. Wow. I'm okay. just saying. I got a good feeling Dark about the Taco horse. Bell. They went with a big ad spend there. Or oh, you know what? Wait a minute. Oh. Doritos, make it Doritos, make it Doritos. Okay. Final answer, <laughs> Doritos. It's somewhere in that like nacho taco vibe, and mm-hmm. I'm taking Doritos. I feel you, Blake. What you got, man? Just throw out a random something. <laughs> Pet Smart. <laughs> I'm gonna have to go with the uh, Bud Light Seltzer that just came out because I feel like whenever like a <sighs> new drink comes, oh, out, you're going specific saying. product. Yeah, I like it. Mm-hmm. Okay, I feel like that's bonus points. That is pretty. That, solid. Yeah, yeah. If it happens, Blake, I'll buy you. Uh, I'll buy you a twelve pack. Of it. All I'll right. Buy you a pack of it. All right. That's Sounds solid. Put that in there. All right, JJ, a you. That's been hurting uh, under fire lately. Uh-oh. Facebook. Facebook. Oh. Ooh, that's you know it really could be. Think, that's a good. I think Facebook bet. needs some some uh, good ad space where they can maybe talk about how they're people focused. Yeah. Really stealing. <laughs> yeah, it's super touching. Like, yeah. They're like, yeah, we're not yeah, about politics. About, like, Something about like a sick person, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, but that's, that's a really good bet, actually. Oh man, see now I'm kind of pissed. I didn't take Pepsi, but no, I was. <laughs> I don't know. Eh, you know what? Whatever. It's, it's, it's super. You know what I like? It gets you. It's like, okay, what's it going to be? What's it going to be? Because they, the second they cut to commercial, it sometimes takes a little bit to what is it? Like it's yeah. a black screen. And then I don't know. Just always in college. It started then. We were always like, what is it going to be? And it's, it, I don't know. It just hypes me up. Yeah. And all eyes are on that screen at that time because the game just started. So we'll see. Okay. Well, all right. Now that that's locked in, and uh, and we also locked in our, our obviously our picks, our scores, our MVPs. We'll be able to come back to this, pull the audio, and see who was right or wrong. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty excited. I'm glad we had one from both sides. So, if, yeah. if in some freaky chance the 49ers wind up taking it, which it's just the Chiefs look unstoppable, but I'm glad we were able to lay this down, and I'm glad the Chunk Podcast was able to be resurrected and uh we're back and it's going to be a pretty consistent 2020 this year i promise you uh just 
be on the lookout for some more stuff. I'm going to hit this little yeah, outro. Yeah. Things are getting pretty fancy here, so we got a little outro. I'm just going to hit it, and then yeah. when the, when it fades, I guess that's it. So, Blake, David, JJ, not too shabby. I am Justin, and you can follow us at the Chunk Pod. And on the Chunk website, thechunkpod.com, you can stay up to date with everything that's going on. We'll see you guys next time. Oh, that was kind of aggressive. I like it, though. I All like right. It. Start 2020 off aggressive. Thanks, man. Thanks for having us. We'll catch you guys later. It's the Chunk Podcast. Bye. That's good.